Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Whiskey Sour, Libations and Conversations. We have such an amazing guest here today. But before I fully give the whole spiel about her, I want to show y'all this epic now viral clip where it has over 25 million views of today's guest. Epic, right? <laughs> she is the star of Millennials. You've seen her on some of our favorite shows, Girlfriends, City Guys. She's in I Got the Hookup too. Welcome to the stage. Our girl, my friend, Tangerine. Yay! Thank you very much. Thank you for that intro. Appreciate you. Thanks for reminding me of that video. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was such an amazing night that night. And I appreciate you for inviting me out because I had the time of my life. <laughs> I was happy that you said yes. Cause I was like, I want to take a couple homegirls to this thing that I always enjoy doing. And you were like, okay. And then you were like, but I'm going to go on a date night afterwards. I'm going to leave early. I'm like, wait, you can't leave early to a fly point event. But you were there to record me for the halftime uh, dance contest. And, uh, you know, you press and record made me be able to post the video and go viral. So thank you. So, Kent, first of all, you're welcome. But I want to talk about these knees because <laughs> at the end of that video, them knees is bending for about a good 15 seconds. And listen, I wish that I was able to do that. I have a knee injury, but baby. It's so funny because I hear people say in videos online all the time about their bad knees and I can't do that. And Meg the Stallion's amazing because this and my I knees. I mean, you're and I'm Tangerine like, B Stallion. That's what we call you now. <laughs> that's what they said in the comments. I'm like, what is wrong with everybody's knees? Like, what did <laughs> I miss? I know my mama had to have knee surgery, but she was a letter carrier. She delivered mail for okay. like a couple of decades or three decades or something. So it's like, I get it. She was using her knees and climbing hills and, you know, rain, hell or sleep. But what did everybody else do to their knees that they can't just bounce down on their knees real quick and, you know, pop, lock and drop it. I'm still doing that at the clubs. Hey, pop, lock and drop it going all the way down on my knees. It's like, what? <laughs> okay. Well, I can tell you what happened to mine. Um, actually about two years ago now, I was at a friend's house mm -hmm. looking for my phone and his coffee table was like position weird. And I hit my knee. Ooh. on the table but and I like pretty much I almost passed out from the pain mm. but it's not necessarily like my knee but it as it is the back of it and I've gotten okay. MRIs everything and they just said it's just gonna take a long time for it to heal or I could do like cortisone shots and I don't want to do that so mm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah do we blame the friend for having the coffee table in the wrong place to hit you in the knee no I, I blame the dog the, that was sitting on my phone that I was looking for. I blame the dog. <laughs> okay. So I'm like, you know, I, I and I'm 
honestly, like naturally, I'm kind of clumsy. So it's it's my fault at the end of the day. So it just it is what it is. So that's funny. I my ex told me that I was clumsy, and I was so hurt yet enlightened because I was like, oh, you know what? I think he has a point because when I look back at the things that I bump into, or I might have a scratch on my arm that I don't know where it came from, and I'm like, I dropped something. And we're both five nine, so maybe these long limbs yeah. and these long legs, you know, maybe that's why. I don't know. <laughs> It'd be like that. And I have really big feet, and so I trip over my feet sometimes. Uh, that's so funny. Yeah. I don't actually. For my height, I'm only an eight and a half, and it's weird because people are like, how did you get small feet? I'm like, Tendrine, I'm five nine and I wear a 10, 10 and a half. <laughs> how? Like, please, this is you and my cousin. It's just not fair. Sorry. It's, it's not. And, and God also really didn't give me pretty toes. So mm, he, he, that's why you always in sneakers. Now I got it. Oh, no, it's not that. It's just that half the time we doing stuff and it, it's like I'm relaxed. Like I want to come over and we got to take our shoes off at the house anyway. So no, you be at events with a beautiful outfit and some fly ass sneakers on. That is your M.O. That is your look. And it's really cool. And sometimes, you know, I be wanting to get drunk and dance. And so some of my <laughs> shoes, like, they are just decoration and my feet will be on fire. Yeah, so. most women, most women, yeah. they have they have to pick the pretty shoe that is going to give them pain. And next thing you know, they're barefoot in the parking lot. So, yeah. Yeah, I have Louboutins that I don't even wear anymore because I just don't even try. I hate the fact that I have Lubies and I know that they're all uncomfortable. I buy them bigger on purpose, just mm -hmm. so that, you know, I don't have the discomfort. But you still, they make them so thin on the bottom. I have to buy a pad yeah. to put on the inside. I'm like, I don't spend all this money on this pair of shoes that I have to doctor up to make comfortable just yep. for this red bottom. And it's not okay. I'm it's sick of it. Okay. I'm sick of yeah. it. Yeah. It's it's really uh, unfortunate. I the, the only pair that's comfortable... And I still added an insole because, like you said, the soulless thin um, is a pair of Oxfords. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> but literally like my Raffia Oxfords, because it's just like I, I'm going to get old someday and hmm. I will be comfortable. As you should. <laughs> Shout out to the Asians, because if you notice Asian women, especially if you're going to get your nails done or something or a massage, they mm -hmm. stay in some tennis shoes. Like they, yep. they are always about comfort. I'm hearing an echo. So if it's something I need to do, let me know. Um, it's coming okay. back. But okay. yeah, they Asian women, they stay in comfort. And I think that we as American women can learn from that because it's not about, you know, looking good for the next person. It's about you not being in pain and not having ugly calluses and bunions and, and sores because you were trying to look cute. It's not okay. It's not necessary. No, that and they have the skincare down packed. Yes. So, yes. I mean, they wear the long gloves, they wear umbrellas when it's sunny out, all of that. Mm -hmm. Like their skincare regimens are A1. Shout out so, to them. Shout out to them. But I'm my candle. I'm so excited to have you here today. Like, this is the first of many. Yay, I, I finally made it. I had to go viral, y'all, to get on Tender Lovin's podcast. No, that's not true. We've been doing that this podcast since 2021 or 2020. And I, and I have never been invited. My husband's been on here, but I have not been invited until I went viral. I had to earn my spot. So I'm no, grateful. that's not true. St. Angeles. I'm grateful that I earned my spot on, a, on an episode of Whiskey South. Listen, first of all, you know your husband. So I feel like he probably said something mean to me and then I felt really really bad so we have to shame her into getting a spot my husband no, and I like, are not I worthy CT will crack some <laughs> weird joke and I'm like 
okay, is he serious or is he playing? Because I don't know, but because I feel like he is. Like one day CT yelled at me in my DMs because I like commented on a phone. He's like, oh, now you want to respond. I'm like, I, I feel like. I feel like I respond to your stories that you post and I like them. I might heart something. I appreciate your post. Leave me alone. Hilarious. If you said something negative, you know that we as humans, especially as content creators, we give more energy to a negative comment than a positive comment. So you might have told him he's amazing, he's funny, he's handsome every day. But if you said you need to cut your hair off, he'll be like, Oh, now you want to respond. So I don't know what the <laughs> situation was, but we as content creators, we we give that energy to the stuff that we didn't want to see. Oh my gosh, it's it's crazy. But no, I, I'm super excited to get in your business. Um, okay, so a couple of weeks ago, I had our friend um, to hear on the show. Yes, and we talked about. Uh, this is when you sent him some nudie pics, right? Hold on. Okay. Oh my bad. I'm sorry. That's no, not a okay. secret, right? Because it's on the episode. Yeah. No. 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 That's not what happened. What had happened was <laughs> you him some I was nudie pics. I was really, really intoxicated. Well, not intoxicated enough, but I feel like, okay, so I took the picture, Tange. I took mm -hmm. the picture and I looked really good. The back Can you tell us, tell us what the picture was? Was it, was it boobs, vagina? Oh, it was, oh, it was everything. Cause I was waxed, everything. Oh, so it oh. was, it was full frontal. Like, okay. Okay. And you know, <laughs> my mama told me that one day life will catch up to me. And this is the second time it's caught up to me regarding these nudes, right? But am I going to stop sending them? Absolutely. No, she's not. <laughs> so I looked really good. I was in New Orleans. I was out drinking daiquiris all day. And I was getting, you know, just got out the shower. I was like, damn, I look real good. So I decided that I was going to take some photos and send them to my guy. Because sometimes that's what I randomly just do. And, um... After I took them, I just selected the photos and um, instead of typing in his name, you know how it has it on the iPhone where you can just select the photo, like the most recent. And mm -hmm. which, because I hadn't texted here probably in like some days. Yeah, it decides who it wants to put in those first few choices. It's weird to me, too. Yes. So I, I saw my guy's face. I saw the face. I guess my hands and they were not coordinated. That's funny. And in 10 minutes passed, and I was like, damn, this man didn't say nothing to me. And I looked, tangerine, I died. I screamed. <laughs> I laid out on that dirty floor. That's and that's so all funny. I could do. And my sister walked in and was like, what the hell is wrong with you? I was like, oh my God, I just said news to Tahir. <laughs> so I'm calling Tahir. I'm, he's not picking up. So I called Farron. So, because I knew. I know they relationship. I'm not gonna. Yeah, be in that's the and best relationship to accidentally send news to the husband of because they're yeah. so you know open and honest with each other. So yeah, she probably so wanted a, a set of news from from you for herself. So <laughs> we love Farron. That's my girl. That's so funny. That's so funny, but true. But I, I mean, I told, I say Farron. She's like, is everything okay? And I said, okay. I accidentally sent to hear some photos and she was like, oh, I'm with him. And then he kind of like saw, I guess, like a small image of it on his screen. And he was like, yep, nope, what you want me to do? So he deleted our whole text thread. Which so, is hilarious. Yeah. I love it. I love that story. Yeah, my bad, you know, friend, <laughs> but we're, we're super close now. I and don't care. What year was this? 
Girl, this was a couple weeks ago. That's what I thought. So um, you said you weren't drunk enough. So you should have been more drunk and this wouldn't have happened or you wouldn't have cared? Um, I think if I was more drunk, I wouldn't have cared. Okay. But I was working and, and I was like, I wasn't wasted in New Orleans. It's mainly because I had to work while I was there. So, but my mom, I thought I was going to be shit faced this entire time. Cause this was like my first real time in New Orleans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I had plans, but my job <laughs> said otherwise, otherwise. Oh, that's funny. So yeah, the last time it happened, actually, Terrence, it was like probably about seven or eight years ago. And it was a guy I was seeing, and he was like begging, begging for a, a photo, like a news. So I was like, I just clicked in the mirror and kept it going. It was not artistic. It was not cute. It was not my best work. It, <laughs> it was not. It accidentally sent to my homegirl, Charmin, who was on her way to pick me up, who was oh, actually into women. So she was like, what the Oh, she's like, she's flirting. Finally, I give me some tender lovings buttercream. She, she was confused, but here's where I get mad. She showed it to our homegirl, Monica. Mm. And Monica is like, dude, that was not a good photo. So I feel like <laughs> I judged Monica my classic nudes. I really feel like that. Like, I feel like I'm like, no, like you saw something that just was. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta redeem yourself. I am not mediocre in the new game. (laughs) First of all, why are you taking new nudes for everybody? You're supposed to just have one or two that are saved in your favorites on a folder that's hidden. And then when somebody asks for one, they they get one of the ones that's already been vetted. Because I got caught up recycling nudes. Oh, that's so funny. That's true because the date is on them. When you get a text and you save it to your camera roll, you can see what date they took it. In fact, when I was dating my now husband, he sent me an unsolicited nude. Didn't ask for it. I'm just cleaning the house one day at home and I get a text from him and it's his penis. And I'm like, okay. And then (laughs) he, he calls me and he's like, what do you think? And I said, um, I'm thinking, why does it say forward, 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 forward? forward on it he was like huh (laughs) oh that's because i i thought i sent it and you didn't reply so i i kept resending because i was getting it back i said boy ain't nobody stupid and this is an old ass penis pick and you just sending it out you 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 know you you throwing the bait in the water and see if anything bites and i should have (laughs) known you wouldn't know what's so funny is that now, okay, so I have recycled now because now you have to take a screenshot of it. But then, like, sometimes I just be in the mood. You know, so sometimes people, they deserve fresh nudes. And I'm doing myself. I love so. it. She's like, I look good and people need to see. I love yeah, it. Good you for know, you. Uh, but I, I wanted to ask you, because you and... um ct have been very kind of open about you know your relationships the dynamic different things that you guys are into and what works for you guys i would like to kind of dive into that just a little bit if that's okay with you if you're comfortable we'll see how far we go because he doesn't like discussing it in public so we'll see how many how Wait, deep he your had jokes get. about it he has jokes about it because i started joking about it but for whatever reason when it comes to podcasts and and, and content that's forever it makes him be like, hey, 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 I don't want to break my business. So let's see where these questions go. You know what? 
I, I, all I was going to ask was like, what, what made you guys kind of get to that point? I now, I don't want now. I feel like I don't want to violate. Well, I'll answer that. It was my okay. idea. Okay. I like, oh. I like honesty. Okay. I like, uh, I like being upfront with things. I know that most people have been in relationships where they didn't know that they had, um, that they were sharing the dick. Mm. I don't want to be one of those people anymore. And I was raised by men and mm -hmm. I learned at an early age that a man can love you with his whole heart and still be physically attracted to someone else or still meet somebody and have a, you know, a quick fling with them and come home to you and still love you, you know, ultimately, mm -hmm. and that it doesn't make them love you any less. And so knowing that and knowing that a man can impregnate a woman and she can only be impregnated one once at a time for mm -hmm. almost a year she's pregnant yeah. the man mm -hmm. can go and pregnate a whole bunch of people in that same week or that same month and several in that same year but we get, we got to sit here and nourish and or nurture and grow this baby so there's something in nature that made me realize that you know i see men are supposed to hunt they're supposed to you know be fruitful mm -hmm. multiply doesn't have anything to do with his heart doesn't have anything to do with our relationship our bond or anything like that so as long as it's not getting out of hand and as long as there's honesty, it doesn't bother me. And I think when people hear the type of relationship that I'm in, they immediately go, oh, hell no, I could never be in that. She's stupid. She's this. She's that. Ain't no way. And it's like, well, you kind of already are in a relationship like that. You just don't realize it yeah. or nobody wants your man. Um, but when you look at things like the the Jerry Springer's and Maury Povich shows and, and, and different court shows, you see that even the broke white trash hick is cheating on the woman with the girl down the trailer park from him. So it's like, it's not even a, oh, because we're in Hollywood or oh, because this man is rich and successful or because this guy is in the NBA. No, dudes yeah. love new vagina. That's just something they love. And you as a woman might actually be really attracted to your work husband. I mean, it doesn't mean that you don't love your real husband any less. So it's not about going out and having a new partner every week or every day. And it's not about having a whole other, uh, person come into your marriage it's just like you make your own rules and so yeah. i'm not shared specifically what my rules are with my husband and i but i just want people to know that they don't have to go by the rules that we were taught growing up because right. those most of the people with those get divorced so it's like don't judge what we're doing and we've been together 13 years and we're hella happy and you can look at your parents and see that you got outside siblings and you know <laughs> all your cousins got different daddies and like just think about my uncles <laughs> Just think about your own situation and realize that you can make different agreements if you'd like to and see if they work for you. I think what's dope about that in general is it is something that people kind of have to experience, whether it be intentional or kind of something unintentional. I I can relate and understand your you know your sentiments just solely based on something happened upon me and dating two people at the same time it would i honestly this sounds crazy to some people but i feel like it was the most fulfillment that i had when it came to relationships because mm -hmm. when you know somebody could be lacking something oh for sure the other person makes up for it and you know vice versa and people you know were like you're just being greedy i'm like no i'm just I'm just really being happy. Like, what is, what yeah. is wrong with I that? I used to be now, a bit. Did that make us no tinge? No. 
Oh, well, see, that's the difference. But I think, especially in college, I was a big advocate on women dating a few guys, one, so they don't get hurt because they put all their eggs in this basket and then something goes wrong and then they're just traumatized. And But yeah. also because it, we as women, we have a lot of different needs and this guy might be great as a plus one to events. He might clean up really well, look good in a suit. This other guy might be great at just watching movies and cuddling. And this yeah. other guy might be great at listening to my issues and my problems and me telling him his and vice versa and all that stuff. So it's like, or this guy might be just really good at cooking and I go over his house and get something to eat. And then we just kick it and we're fun, but we never like get out of sweatpants. So it's like, you might need a different person for different things until you find that right guy. And I used to be a big advocate of that. So I would always have at least three guys and not all of them were sleeping with me. It's not a sex right. thing. And I think that's what people hear and they're like, oh, she's a whore. And it's like, no, not all of them are going up inside me, but I'm spending time and I'm and I'm having intimate communication with three guys because they all serve three different purposes until I narrow it down to one guy that has most things I'm looking for. And then um, you build you build wealth and happiness and and, and stuff with that one person but you still have a different agreement just in case, just in case. <laughs> you know, what's really cool too is that uh, kind of looking back on something you said, even about college and, and how dating should have gone is that in hindsight, I didn't realize what my mom was teaching me, you know, in the dating game very early on. And, you know, and having friends that are male friends, being able to kind of give you guidance as well, mm -hmm. you know, men always play the numbers game. So like oh, you wow. said, women, women put their eggs in one basket, men consistently, it'll be 12 baskets and they're going to, and it'll be 13 for real. They're going to figure it out. Yes. yes. But they got 12 eggs. They're going to figure it out because yes. they know at some point one of those 12 or 13 are going to hit back and they'll be like, all right, cool. I got a cool little, you know, exactly. cool roster going. So I think, I, I think what's weird is that we as in 2023, there are still people, our people that subscribe to a dating world, rituals, things that kind of were not made for us. And so mm -hmm. we're abiding by certain standards and societal rules that kind of have like, don't even put They're us very antiquated. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so it's a lot of, uh, kind of, uh, unlearning that kind of has to happen. And, but I think also it's just a lot of unnecessary pressures from some people, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that, are not afraid that are afraid to kind of um, go against the grain because there's a lot of people that are unhappy or in situations that they don't necessarily want to be in because of that or the appearance of what it looks like. And I'm like, absolutely, absolutely. So even, even honestly, like when it came to my sister, she's going through a divorce. My main thing to her was like, Hey, I ain't never been married. So I don't know what that's like. And, but listen, at the end of the day, you're all that matters to me and I want you to be happy. So if that means leaving, say goodbye. Like you yeah. have to. And and divorce is so common. That's why I wanted that's why I wanted to make sure we had our own agreement because I never wanted to be married. I didn't see any happy marriages that didn't involve mm -hmm. a side woman with an apartment down the street or 
them being separated for a few years and then getting back together or them waiting until the kids were in college and then getting the official divorce. Like I've never saw a, a typical 1950s TV style marriage. And so I was like, oh, I don't want that. I just want a life partner. And then, you know, I had CT move in and within a month he asked me to marry him and I just caved like a little girl, like, oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> I didn't want that, but I love it. I mean, we have a really good time together. He's my best friend. We do comedy together. We work together. We, we, one sitcom that you didn't mention in my intro, I'm on millennials for two seasons, but I've been on a show called family time for eight family seasons time, yes. and CTs seven seasons on that show with me. So we work together every day. We come home together every day. We shoot sketches together every day. We have game night parties at the house. You've been our viewing parties for super bowl. And you know, we do, uh, BET Awards, we are really, we're really good friends. Um, and we also happen to be lovers and it's really dope, but we understand each other. And that's why we can be honest with each other. If we want to do something else, it's like, I get, I get, I give you permission for that. It's cool, babe. All right. Enough permission. Come back home. You know, just, yeah. It's, but one thing you said, it's about being able to communicate. And a lot of people are afraid of what that conversation may look like. You know, I think, um, I was, you know, actually explaining to a homeboy, I'm like, it's not what you say, it's how you say it to people, you know, mm-hmm. to each other. So what are you, what is the why? What are you trying to get across? And are you willing to receive what that potential response might be, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I really commend you guys on that, uh, being able to be open and honest with each other and being able to have such an amazing, you know, like life. You know, I hate, like I said, I come over for game nights and parties and all that stuff. Y'all got me messed up on that moonshine. I'll never forget. Uh, yes. I got some North Carolina moonshine, authentic stuff that I brought home from my family. And I give out shots of that at my events. And she took it like a G. I tried. But the next, <laughs> and next morning, I, had, I, had, I told, you know, it's funny sidebar. I told Walter, I had to sit down for a second. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh my God, this went straight to my stomach. Maybe I did not eat like I thought I ate. <laughs> and I got hot real quick. That's funny. And I just had to sit. And I told one of my my cousins about it. And he was just like, now girl, now you know. And I'm like, yeah, I found it, out. It humbled you. <laughs> really quick. Really quick. Down. Um, <laughs> but, you know, being able, you guys also just have like this energy about you guys that's always so welcoming so much fun um and you know it's just pleasant to be around and so you you know for some people they're like I can't understand why but it's just like that is part of the happiness and what's for me is not for you to necessarily understand either and I don't have to explain it to you but I think it's really really dope and super amazing that you guys have found something that makes y'all genuinely freaking happy yes yes (laughs) For sure. Yeah. So is this something um, that your family is aware of or it's just secrets between y'all two? It used to be secrets. And I started doing comedy in 2018. And one of my first uh, few months of doing jokes, one of my first jokes was talking about um, giving him permission to go off to a side chick so I could have days off. And, you know, (laughs) I won some awards and some contests doing jokes that were similar to that he came to one of my shows and was just like what what do you talk how could you say that i'm like say baby it's i'm talking about my life i think it's funny 
and he was so like annoyed by it. And then he started to mention it in his jokes too. And I was like, see, and it's funny because to hear him fair and we're in the audience when I was doing um, one of the competitions at Flappers Comedy Club. And I was like, this is gonna be awkward for me to say this in front of them, but they came to support me. And then next thing you know, they started saying, hey, you know, we're like this too. And I'm like, okay, maybe I encourage them or maybe they were already <laughs> like it. And I encourage them to tell people whatever the case. The more you know, the more you you know, you know. So I, um, I, can't say that it's secretive anymore because my family and his family have been to the shows. Okay. So I think more people in my family who live in California know about it. My sister okay. told me that she doesn't like it. She doesn't approve. You know, she's married with two kids and she's just like, it makes me uncomfortable. And I'm like, hey, it is what it is. But I I don't, I'm not really concerned with how people receive my information. It's, I'm not, I'm not asking you to be this way. This is yeah. just me sharing how I am and what makes me happy. And, you know, and even if five years from now or 10 or 20 years from now, we end up breaking up. Everybody's going to say, well, it's because of that. But it's like, mm -hmm. everybody has a season where they're in love and a season where they might be like, okay, we've run our course. We've learned from each other. We're great friends. Let's split. So you really never know what to blame it on. But I know that most monogamous relationships, 51% of them end up breaking up. So yeah, what do you blame those on? But yeah, yeah. to answer your question, my family, most of my family knows and some of his does as well, do as okay. well. That's cool. That's really cool. And a lot of people break up because they don't know how to talk to each other. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know how to talk to each other. Yes, they say it's money, but a lot of it go boils about down to communication and kind of seeing firsthand in some relationships or marriages what has happened to dissolve that marriage. It's all communication. Y'all start talking and don't be afraid. Yeah, yeah so, she's right. Because most of they say the first two reasons for people breaking up is sex finances sex yeah. because you didn't have enough of it or because they were having with people outside of themselves finances because you didn't tell your partner that you had a hundred thousand dollars in student loans or you have you know eighty thousand dollars in credit card debt before you got married or now he's attached to it and he's trying to help you pay it off or whatever but communication helps with all of that because yeah. if you come to me and say you know what i love you i love you i love you but is it okay if i do this one time or hey i love you i love you i love you but by the way my credit score is 230. Is, is is are you still gonna love me <laughs> my credit score is just the minimum of what you get when you have a name and a social like like you gotta yeah. talk you're right communication is important man yeah it's 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 a lot uh and i just i just feel like at this stage it's just like communication is part of having a dope healthy relationship absolutely and so um i want to circle back to something that you said um kind of when you were kind of growing up, you really didn't see what we would say the model relationships. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of us haven't. Um, and like, you know, cause my mom died super young. I was like six months when my mom died. Mm. My sister was three. Mm. And so our aunt, um, Lucretia, Lucretia is who I always talk about. That's our mom, that's my mom's sister. And um, she, she died dad, when you were 32? I'm sorry to cut you off. Huh? Did somebody die when you were 32? Uh, well, a whole bunch of people died. Okay, never mind. I thought she. My mom thought, died. She was thirty-two. She oh, was 32. she was thirty-two. That's what I heard yeah, you say. 32. Your mom was yeah, yeah. She was thirty-two when, when she okay. died, and I was six months, and then my wow. sister was three. Okay, I'm and so um, I had a hard time today. I uh, I had uh, a monstera that my sister gave to me, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna name her Penny," which was our mom name, girl. It's been through hell and it died, and I cried. <laughs> I was like, why is my plan life imitating life? 
but so, she needed that. Sometimes you got to let it out, you know? She girl, doesn't want you to completely forget about her. So that's girl, cool. well, I, I'm now working on repotting and repurposing, however you do it, cutting, putting mm -hmm. the shit in water. But anyway, <laughs> um, so like that's something that's really common. And what I was talking to like some friends the other day, I was like, yeah, also like growing up, we're not taught how to navigate relationships in general, like when it comes to friendships, no one tells us really how to be a friend outside of be kind. Mm -hmm. When it comes to having a partnership, no one, there is no playbook and no one even talks about it. It's just like find a nice person that treats you well. Right. And so I feel like we have certain things that are put into place. Like, you know, it's like, oh, it's the city girl mentality, hot girl summer, certain things, which I too enjoy a city girl life. <laughs> uh, You're not married yet. It's okay. I'm, married yet but i think back to one of the healthy relationships that i saw growing up and um it was actually our puppet director i was in a puppet ministry uh growing up hidden talent like hilarious you yeah. and um uh it's a comedian cp can do yeah, content I together told, i love it yeah i told cp and he was shocked and so he told me he was actually trained by the original elmo so mm -hmm. uh in puppetry so i thought that i gags i love sesame street um uh, that's awesome <laughs> but um our public director mrs adams she was in this very at least from what we saw loving supportive you know marriage the husband took care of everything he allowed her to just be creative and expressive and you know they really kind of like look out for us so that was something that was super important you know like to me Mm -hmm. And um, and people always say, oh, you're a gold digger. You want certain things. I'm like, no, I literally have seen this man just whisk, you know, her away and do all these amazing things for not only her, but they, their family. They had four kids and she would have had more had she not had to have a surgery, you know, emergency surgery. And the they had like, the, you know, like, yes, nice things as well. But it was just like. I was heartbroken when he passed because I was like, man, he was such an amazing guy. And at his funeral, you know, like everybody was saying all these nice things. And those were things that I was like, these are things that I would want in a partner outside of materialistic things, just being able to show up and like really, you know, we... <laughs> We talk about the terms being submissive when mm -hmm. it comes to women, but we don't talk about men leading. Yeah, we want to submit. If the, if the man's a good leader, we have no problem with it. We have no problem. And that's that was probably the first time that I really saw somebody lead. And it just wasn't with a pocketbook. I like saying pocketbook. Uh, it was <laughs> so just in all these other areas. Like, you know, everybody respected this man. And I think that's something that, you know, ultimately when that time comes, like, you know, not everything, cause you know, I have my own little quirks and things that I like, but that's, that's one of the main relationships that I consistently think about. And where that's you a great know, example. Yeah. Like, like unconditional love, like, yes, they likely had their problems. They had highs and lows and, but they loved each other so, so much. So, I mean, it's just, uh, and I think that's important when you're, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I think that's important when you're growing up. Those are the examples you look for to figure out what type of relationship you want to be in. So if you're in one of those neighborhoods where I had 
a lot of experience in seeing toxic relationships in teenagers and people that were like in their younger 20s. So I was aspiring to be in a toxic relationship because that looked like really fun, dramatic love. Oh, you really love me because you're screaming at me because you're taking your gifts back from him and you caught him cheating and you're not leaving because you, you, you know, you want to throw some stuff across the floor and then stay with him. And so I was looking for that type of relationship. And, Mm. And then the adults in my life, like I said, in my neighborhood, everybody had been married. We had a nice middle-class neighborhood with beautiful homes with swimming pools in the backyard, but everybody had, you know, maybe a side chick here, a side chick there, or maybe they separated for a couple of years or whatever. But I was just seeing these types of examples. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference between me and somebody who may have just ha- saw a nice, beautiful, typical marriage of their parents together for 45 years or something. And then they're just like, I want the same thing. I want to be with my husband for 45 years and we're never going to. And, you know, there was surely there were some affairs in that 45 years, but they don't talk about it. And you're not supposed to know. And, you know, it is what it is. But you having that example is a great example for you, you know, to aspire to. So I love that for you. Girl, he was in a flight club and actually bought them a plane. (laughs) <laughs> nice that's why like, people think she's a gold digger Mr. Adams. <laughs> that's why people think you're a gold digger because your example of love <laughs> includes gifts and your love language is receiving gifts yes. and you're not going to put up with somebody who does not give you your love language so it's all part of the package it's, it's part Emma, it's, it's all, it is literally a part of the deal like I, I and, and, and when I say gifts I don't mean it doesn't have to be an Hermes bracelet or anything like that. Buy me flowers. I love like random flowers. It's just, oh, you thought about me. This made you think about me. This beauty, beautiful flowers. So, yeah, I, um, but it's like to speak to that too. I think that as a, you know, as far, especially in our culture, piggybacking off what you said, we are conditioned that love has to come with struggle like love can't exist outside of that and when people sometimes receive love that is very pure and and selfless sometimes people do things to sabotage themselves sure. because it's not chaotic for sure or they just run away because it's like oh he's an, he's a geek or she's a she's too good I, i'm not yeah. ready for her kind of thing but it's 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 a, it's a ridiculous mindset that some of us have had to think that we have to go through struggle first. Have you have you ever had that? Like someone say, Tange, like you're you're amazing, you're this and that, but you're too good for me. Absolutely. I used to date guys, I think two guys before CT used to tell me all the time, man, you are so dope. I don't know why nobody's wiped you up yet. And I'm like, you could. <laughs> why are you saying that? You could you could do that. But we're friends now, whatever. And it's just like so funny that people uh talk to you like that. Um, but again, it's our experiences. If you think that it needs to be some struggle first, or if you think, man, I'm going to corrupt her. She's such a good woman. And I, I'm still an ain't ish Negro. I, I better leave her alone. I don't know if my microphone is going in and out. Okay. Yeah. I better leave her alone. So that's silliness until we grow up. It was a gut-wrenching punch when this guy said that to me one time. And I I was, this is, I was still in college living in St. Louis and I don't know, I guess it was the conversation about dreams and goals. And he came back like, you know, you're just too good for me. And I really found myself really liking him. I'm like, but 
I, I mean, yeah, maybe. But you're <laughs> not giving this a try. Like, why don't you want to get us a try? Maybe I can elevate you a little bit. Right. <laughs> so I, I was like, and he was so cute and like so dope to me. And I just could not believe I was hearing that. I was like, listen, this is a cop out. He like, did you a favor. He did you a favor because he wasn't going to be good for you right then. You guys maybe yeah. can find each other another time, but he knew. Men men decide they're ready to settle down before they even meet the woman they want to settle down with. And that's yeah. why a lot of times when a guy asks somebody to get serious, if she says no, they're in a tight, close relationship, engaged like right away. Because it wasn't mm -hmm. so much about the woman as it was he was ready. He had a job he liked. He figured he could afford the kind of place he wanted. He's ready yep. to start a family, maybe make some babies. And he's like, okay, whoever I'm in love with next, they're going to get a ring. So if you're talking to somebody who's not ready for that yet, they could see how dope you are and be like, mm, yeah. I'm not ready. I'm still fucking these bitches, but you're amazing. And I don't want to fuck these bitches knowing that you're my girl. So I'm going to let you go. Yeah. No, that's real. But it, it's so funny that you you just said uh, that list that men go through. And sometimes I get flagged just a little bit uh, from some of my homegirls because they always feel like I'm... I have an excuse for men, but I'm like, what you said was so straightforward and linear. Like it's that simple. And I tell them, I'm like a man, if his money is funny, uh, like something didn't come through. Like he was like, they are in the mood and they will go back. And that is just their only soul for focus. They don't really know what that's like, what multitasking mean right. means we we're we as women we're taught that at such an early age from the toys that we play with <laughs> we have to take care of a lot of different things we women take care of like a lot of different things and men that y'all talk go to go to work pay the bills and right. that's it yeah. but anything you add another layer to it they are shaky they do not know what to do yeah and there was so, an oh go ahead oh no go ahead there was an experiment that i heard about the, um where they you put on headphones and they play like seven different stories in your ear. Mm -hmm. A woman can hear the seven different stories. And after the, the session you're asked, tell us about, you know, what you heard. And the woman will tell you a little bit about each of the seven stories. She doesn't have a whole story because she had to stop listening to this one to listen to that one. Cause they're, they're telling simultaneously. A man only heard one story. Yeah. <laughs> he tuned the other six out. Because they don't multitask. Their mind is, you know, it's very focused on one thing. So they can come back and they can tell you the beginning, middle, and end of that one story, but they ignore the other six. So it's a great example of how women are, we are trying to take care of everything. We're taking care of our, you know, our work life, our home life, you know, the kids' life, the being the wife and, you know, making sure everybody's fed. We have all these different things to focus on. And we got these great ideas for being creative. And we want to, you know, we want to knit this and make that and make the cookies. And the guy's just like, listen. I went to work. Now I'm going to watch TV with my hand down my pants. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I did my job. I provided for you. Now get out my face. And it's yep. not anything wrong with that, but that's just how we're wired. Yep. And you sound just like CT, by the way. It was a tone that you picked. Really? <laughs> yes, it was very CT. <laughs> uh, that's cute. Uh, that is hilarious. Uh, I want to talk about like some of your upcoming projects. Like, what is Hand working on? Like, what we what we got? What we doing, friend? <sighs> Let's see. I what am I working on? I just shot a new TV show Ooh. that was it's supposed to be on. I'm not supposed to tell anybody anything about it. I'll just say, okay. At the end of last year, <laughs> I was quickly flown out of town, first class 
to go oh. to someplace else and to shoot a new series and um you'll there'll be some recognizable names that are part of it and now we are waiting to find out how much further the show is going to go okay and hoping that uh we hear something and shoot more of it by this summer so okay. i'm excited about that and hoping that it um that it gets out to the world because i thought it was a really good project and besides that you can always watch me on the reruns of eight seasons of family time on the bounce channel you can watch it on bouncetv.com for free you can watch it on the brown sugar app which you can also watch through amazon prime on your smart tvs and then i'm on two seasons of the show millennials you can also watch on amazon prime or the all black app which is owned by amc networks it's also on we tv i'm in a bunch of movies you can go to tangerine.com I'm trying to think. Oh, I just made some new shirts. I'm just looking at my. I'm in my office, and I'm like, oh yeah, these are all my sites that you can follow. Oh, tangerine, you, official Tangerine. You what got you shirts. Saying? You got you got podcasts. <laughs> yes, I'm like, you I have a. a oh I have God. a Tangerine Stop Talent every other Tuesday, the second and fourth Tuesday of every month. I host okay. a virtual live, um, open mic, so you can come in and sing, rap, dance. I've had pole dancers on skates in there. I've had people solving a Rubik's cube right before our eyes. You can come in there and paint. Show us a new book that you may have illustrated or written and tell us how we can get it. Just come in and show us your talent. Sometimes we give away money to our favorites. Um, and then also I have the Marriage Go Round podcast, which I just finished doing with my husband uh, right before I did this one. But it's every Wednesday on Facebook and YouTube. Marriage Go Round. Marriage Go Round. Tangerine and CT's Marriage Go Round. He hates singing the theme song, so I'll make him sing it every week. That's my baby. Um, but we just talk about relationships. We we give advice, but we also take advice because we're only nine years into the marriage and 13 years together, 15 years as friends. So we've known each other, but we're not perfect. There's somebody who's been married 30, 40 years that could tell us, hey, make sure you do this and never do that. Or somebody who's divorced, they could say, well, this is what made my marriage mess up. You know, So we're just there to give you our advice, to tell funny stories, read funny relationship memes together. We answer live comments in the chat. Um, and we have a good time. So that's every Wednesday on Facebook and YouTube. And then my shoot your shot dating show at some point is going to come back. She was a special guest of that. I was going to ask. And actually your episode, when I did it, my YouTube page was deleted. My YouTube page got deleted for an entire year. So when I did your episode, it was only on Facebook. Now that my YouTube page came back miraculously, almost a year to the day, I lost it in October of 2020. One and got it back in October of 2022. Now I can post your episode on YouTube okay. so people can see it and tag you and let your followers see the people that were shooting their shot to get a date with the Tender Lovins. Yes. I want to stay there for a second okay. because I uh, remember AJ. Yes. Uh, Aeronology yes. jokes that CT nicknamed AJ. Yes. Oh my gosh. So he was on live the other night with Keisha and I like he was in the comments okay. so that was really nice I was like wait a second I think I know him yes girl he was going in on this dude who wanted to he begged to join the live who asked us I have this friend that is a retired porn star but she's a good friend of mine but is it bad that I still see her as a porn star <laughs> and blah, blah 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 and so it's this whole thing that happens and so we're like yeah you're kind of like a terrible person and you shouldn't be her friend because you're really not her friend you're sexualizing her blah 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 mm -hmm. girl the way aj went in on him and was terrorizing <laughs> this man aj is feisty i love him he's feisty he was so 
spicy tanned and <laughs> we were just getting our lives like laughing at the comments but i was like aj what is going on like <laughs> i he spoke his mind he spoke up that's great he AJ's really, a good dude, repping Detroit. He is. He's so sweet. I was like, what is going on? So that's why I'm like, this is so funny. But I, I was going to ask you about Sutra, shoot your shot. I was like, you haven't had anybody on in a while? What's going I haven't on? done What's it since on? February of 2021. I think losing my YouTube page. Um, I'm sorry, it's February 2022. Losing my YouTube page in, in October of 2021 disheartened me. Mm. Um, and then... I was like, okay, I'll just do the show on Facebook. And I was doing that for a while. But then the world opened back up at the same time. And it was harder for me to schedule a date where I was available and the girl was available. And then the sh um, shooters could be there and not be at work. Because when I started the show in April of 2020, we were all on lockdown. And I thought I was just yeah. going to do the show for two weeks. I ended up, ended up doing 62 episodes because we were on lockdown for so long. And then when we opened up from lockdown, I would schedule something with somebody and then they would have to cancel. Or I would say, oh, the next show will be this date. Then I would book a comedy show and have to go perform. Mm -hmm. And so just the scheduling of it, I was like, well, maybe I'll do the show later in the evening because people can go to work and then come back home. And then it's like, well, what about the people on the East Coast? And I've, I've gained followers who are in Africa and in Amsterdam and Netherlands and, and UK. And it's like, okay, well, they're nine hours ahead and they're 10 hours ahead. So it just became so overwhelming and it also mm -hmm. cost me money to put the show together to pay out the gifts and to pay you know different people that might help me get it together pay for the casting to put the to put the notices out to people like it was just it was just a lot of work and so mm -hmm. i kept putting it off and and then we moved into this house where i we have a lot of rooms and i clean them i keep them clean i'm a i'm a i'm a stay-at-home housewife who also has a full-time job for her as a business owner so it's a very lot much more work than it was before we moved. So all these reasons make me keep putting off the show. I said I was going to start it back in February around Valentine's Day, and then I booked a show. And then I said, okay, I'm going to bring it back in March. This is March. And I don't know when this... And it's Yeah, okay, it's about to be April by the time this airs. So very soon I want to bring the show back because it's being asked and requested so much. And I just hope that the final excuse that I have I'm still hearing that echo, but the final excuse that I have is that everything became, how do we compete with TikTok? We got to uh, make reels and shorts. And so this was a long form content show that would go an hour and a half to two hours because we're casting it live. We're finding people out the audience that'll go to get on camera. We're asking them to fix their cameras. We're asking them to turn a light on. We're asking them to go around their house and find clothes to do this challenge. So it's taking a long time and it's so much fun, but now we're not stuck in the house anymore. Now we... Now we're asked to look at TikTok for 15 seconds or 60 seconds. And that's all that's all every every platform is focused on is yeah. vertical 60 second, 10 second, 90 second content. So it's like for me to put the time and energy it takes into doing that long show again live, if it's not going to get the views because it's not a TikTok reel or short, would be disheartening. And so those are all the excuses of why I haven't done it in over a year and two months, honestly. Have you ever thought about potentially like your TikTok just being a, just a short clip of it? Absolutely. People... Which takes the time for me to go back and watch them and pull something, which is on my long ass to-do list. Because at the same time, I'm, I'm doing clips of my other shows, making comedy clips, writing jokes, keeping the house, going to events, you know. It's just, it's, it's on the list, but yes, I want to take clips of the 62 episodes and post them as reels for sure.
you got to hire like one of your mods to do it, you know, like, you know, or at least have they, they give like the time stamps of like the hot shot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. I need help. I need help. And I go through assistance. Like the woman on Murphy Brown used to go through assistance. Like I, I have people help me and then they're like, Oh, I booked a commercial. I'm making money. I'm going to, I'm going to leave. Or, Oh, I'm going to be working over here for this person instead. Thanks for everything you taught me. So it's just been a journey. Jeez. It's been a journey. Sheesh. Well, I hope you figure it out because uh definitely loved that show and always Thank was you. tuning in, was in the comments and everything. But so would you be able to tune in now that the world is back open and you're working for your friend and you're working for yourself and you got these podcasts and these candles and you're watch. working at Kev on stage? Yes. Yeah, Probably I would still watch because like sometimes like I'm literally the way that I'm even on like the Kev on stage app, you know, it I'm just I'm at home, like I'm could be writing or, or working or something. Um, I I don't know how I, I managed to do it, but I'm up at 10 a.m. on Sat like Sundays watching Zuma with the homies. Yeah, it's something because you know I think it's it's pockets of happiness that people look for, and so you guys created so much dope content during the panorama. You know, we still want it. it. Like, and that's the thing to hear change his to Sundays because I was like, maybe I should do mine Sunday because everybody's back at work and it used to be Thursday at three in the afternoon in Pacific time. Right. Charades that Shantae Wayans was doing, she changed hers to being on Sundays in the yeah. evening to hers is on Sunday morning. So it's like we're all trying to figure out like, OK, where can we put this show that we were doing on weekdays every yeah. single day? Because to hers was every single night on yeah, the weekdays and now it's just Sunday mornings and mine was Thursdays. And now I'm like, should I do Saturdays? Now nah, I might have a show. Now nah, I might be out of town for a show. Should I do Sundays? I'll probably have one more show. You know, so it's like it's so many things to factor in for me and then, you know, scheduling with other people. But I'm listening. Right. I'm listening. Yeah, I, like I said, like there he at ten, she at six. You gonna be at three on Sundays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be so much. It like I said, it'll be so much fun. But I remember my ex. <laughs> he's like, I just sent him the flyer, and he was like, I didn't get to see it, but I want to shoot my shot. I was like, it was a game show. <laughs> <laughs> and he would have had to work because there's verbal and physical challenges, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. I was like, she I don't know what you work. thought this was, but that ain't that. Yeah. <laughs> That's not with you. So, but yeah, um, it was so much fun because, like, even I'm seeing, see, wife. This piece. is my merch. Oh. That's me on the inside, the eye for both of those letters. It's my body. So you can get that as a shirt, a mask, a tank top, a mug, an apron, a sports bra, all on tangerine.com. Just hit the uh, store button. Sorry to get you off again, but I'm listening. Okay, I need to be about this merch life. Y'all gotta teach me y'all ways. <laughs> Cause like I'm I'm kind of like I was like, man, I would love to just put my eyes like on a t-shirt or something. Mm. Or your eyes in these glasses with this haircut. Was a cute outline. Listen, whatever we got to do, like teach me the ways. But I'm just like, I just love I and I want to say this. I don't know if I've ever said this to you, but you ct to hear all y'all y'all are so such inspirations i want to let you know that because it was a lot getting out of my my scaredy cat zone hmm. and you know i learned a lot so much from y'all during lockdown i was like okay i just got i just got to put it out there and, and just let it be i don't care if mm -hmm. one person watches but i'm doing this for me so it yeah. it it was a lot to like branch out and just to do it and so i just want to say thank you yay or <laughs> no i'm serious 
I'm not going to cry. <laughs> I've seen her crying on some of these podcasts. She's so Y'all emotional. And, and I don't like that because I'm a thug, okay? You are not a thug. You I'm, are so yes, sweet. Yes, I am. You are I'm such from the a lady. i side of St. Louis and I sold guns out the back of my truck, okay? <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> but seriously, like, you guys are such an inspiration to me and such amazing friends. And it's so funny because, like, some people will think, oh, my God, you're friends with Tangerine. I'm like, yeah, how is she? She's normal. She, <laughs> she, she's a really she, cool person. Yeah. She's like, what she smell like? What she smell Hilarious. like? Hilarious. I smell amazing. <laughs> Essential oils. Thank you for asking. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. Well, thank you. Um, my name is the bringer of energy, health, joy, and light is what it's defined as. And so I love being able to sow seeds and, and, and pour into people and inspire people because I'm inspired. Like I see how hard, I see how hard Kevin Hart works. He's already a millionaire. And then he's like, I'm gonna write a book. I'm gonna do another special. I'm gonna have some uh, supplements come out. I'm gonna open up a fast food truck. I'm gonna do that. Like he's already rich and he's continuing to work. I see that same work, work, work ethic in my husband. I see mm-hmm. that same work ethic in Tahir. Mm-hmm. Like these people are constantly putting out content. Tahir can yeah. be about to kill over and die from stomach pain and fatigue and exhaustion. And he will still stop and record a damn video of to make us laugh and to sow into our lives and to make him some money or whatever. But his work ethic is bar none. And so yeah. those people are in our circles and we all reflect back to each other. You and I are just yeah. reflections of each other, tender love. And so it's like... I appreciate you saying that, but we all, we both got a podcast on StreamYard. You know what I'm saying? Like we all, we all doing this. We all inspiring each other and I love to see it. Yeah. So I, I just, I just want to say that. Cause like y'all, I don't think y'all realized it, but y'all really did pour into me. Yeah, and yeah. I like being able to give people their flowers and things you know, in real time, because it does mean a lot. And I was so happy that you texted me that one. You was like, you want to go to this? I was like, Tendry don't never call me, go nowhere. She, yes, I am. I'm going. Yay. I'm I'm glad you came. I wasn't dancing, but I was I going. Wanted you, I wanted you to be in the dance contest. I was like, she left me with that by myself, but it worked out. Hold, hold on. No, that ain't what happened. I, Tendry, I be having to schedule sex, okay? Because... <laughs> That seems so boring. That's what parents have to do. You are without child having to schedule know, sex but, and date nights. But me, like our schedules are so different. And so mm. when we can see each other and get it, oh, I'm going to get it. I'm flaking. And I didn't flake. Yeah, you showed up. I, I showed up, but I just you was like, up. hey, I <laughs> going to go to the movies and he going <laughs> to drop this dick off. I, I, I gotta respect have a good it. week. I respect it. I respect it. Do what you gotta do. But I, you made it. You made it work because most people wouldn't have two things planned on the same night. Because in LA, everything shuts down early. We, you can do that in New York. You can do that yeah. in Louisiana. You can be out all night and have a few different places to go. But out here, if you go into a spoken word event that starts at eight, that's the night. But not Dominique. Yep. Dominique said no. I'm gonna leave here and go through this crazy parking lot, and I'm gonna drive to the other side of town. I'm going to the movies with my man. I'm not going to see rounds three and four of this spoken (laughs) word act, which were killer, by the way, that you missed a good show. You keep me informed, and I appreciate (laughs) it. I I, I thoroughly appreciate it. (laughs) I I, I can't, like, the next one, please let me know, because I'm Uh, I'm definitely now. I know you said that was the first time they kind of had it on that scale or whatever with the Mm -hmm. battle, but, hey, whatever's going on, it was really, really dope, and I'm, I'm always... I'm always game. I'll be at home. 
Yay. Well, it's called flypoet.com. If anybody's watching wants to know what we're talking about, it's a big, biggest spoken word thing that they have in LA. And it was a battle for $5,000. So eight different spoken word artists performed three rounds and, you know, they chose a winner. And in between those rounds, they had a dance contest after intermission. And that's the video that she played at the top of this. And I just got into the dance contest and had a good time for entertainment value only. She, I mean, you killed it. Like you hit the splits, you hit you, the knees, everything. And then here's the here's the kicker. Tangerine was like, oh, oh I'm so nervous. I'm so I'm I'm I was nervous though. I didn't want to do it. I kept saying, please just pick somebody from the crowd. Don't let me do it. Cause I know the guy who puts the event together. I was like, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I'm not a dancer. I'm, I'm a comedian. I'm an actor. Like I don't want to dance. And he was like, come on, I need you. I just need to make sure I got an ace in the hole. I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I was really, really nervous. <laughs> well, we couldn't tell the way that if that music kicked on. You ripped that jacket then off. Then they played Nasty Girl. I was nervous. Yes, and then did. I heard Nasty Girl. And I was like, oh. No, no. So you you channeled your inner Sasha Fears, threw that jacket off, and I mean, went to town. I was like. Thank you, sis. I, I listen. They would have had to play Nelly for me because I would have had to do the mono, the chicken head, Hilarious. the pancake, and the heel. Like I'm serious. That's I'm like, and that's the thing. I didn't know what dances to, that I could do that hadn't already been done because I'm up there against other people. And I was like, if you break out doing the, this, I can't do it too and make the crowd go look crazy. So I'm like, if you are, you know, if you hitting the troop and the wop and all this stuff, then I'm like, ah, what's left? What's left? I was like, ah, tootsie roll. Oh, let me get on my stomach and do the centipede. Like I don't know. I'm just trying to think of stuff. It was ridiculous. <laughs> Let me hit the split. Then let me back up with the split. Let me back up with the split because that's not a dance at all. So nobody did that. Well, Tangerine, thank you so much for coming on. And I would definitely love to have you back and talk more sure, hot sure. topics thank and get you. in your business. And I earned tell a spot. People. I earned a spot. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Let me shut up. You did. You did. You earned a spot. You, earned a spot. you always have a spot. Listen. Wait, do you do your one show Um, still? Where that that we did and you was asking me about pegging oh my celibate info uh podcast i haven't done it in a while because i was that was on my only fans but i moved my only fans people over to patreon and i'm trying to okay. keep it less uh about sex and more about exclusive footage i forgot to tell you i got a patreon and so okay. whenever i go to events or whenever i shoot something i post the behind the scenes on my patreon i post photo shoots on my patreon and ask you guys to choose the favorite pictures and stuff like that i'll tell you what's really going on in my life and i'll also add you to my close friends on my instagram so that you oh, can um see my stories and you know when you see the green light around my profile pic then i have a story just for you close friends and subscribers and you become team reen instead of just team tangerine so um, I haven't done the celibate info podcast in a while, but yeah, do y'all know Tender Lovins be trying to peg dudes? Y'all know about that? That she told y'all about that? Because we talked about night, it. That was the other the night the other night with Aaron online. That guy was he said he a porn star. I ain't never heard of him, but he said I don't know what he found that quick. But he was like, I, I'll let you peg me. Oh, and did you get his information? Because you got excited from the top of his head. Because he really wasn't in the screen. I don't mm -hmm. think I would want to peg him. So you need to be physically attracted to the person. I, feel like I need them? to be attracted to them in some kind of way. Because they gotta just flip over. Like, why do you care what they look like? Cause I want to be turned on in some kind of way. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you flip my bean a little bit of liquor booba too. I don't know. Oh, that's important. Okay, I get it. Yeah, get you it. know, like so then I could kind of also kind of get pleasure out of doing it. I don't want to just peg a random person. So you haven't pegged anybody to this day. We had this interview a couple years ago, probably 2021. Yes. You still haven't I, I, I have a friend that's kind of helping me uh with this 
situation. Okay. And hopefully it'll be taken care of. And when it gets taken care of, you will be the first person I send the message to. Thank you. Is this is this going to end up being a gay person that you have to peg? You think? No, they can they can identify as whatever. I don't care as long as they kind of attractive. You know, okay. Like, so they know. can so they can flick the bean or lick the boobs or get you turned on and y'all have some yeah, good time. just a little, okay. you know, just a little bit. So I think I think that will be, yeah. I love it. Good luck. I, thank you. <laughs> now, my my question, I know you're signing off and we've been over an hour, but you have a man. You talk about him often. So I think you really do care about this person. Would pegging another man be considered cheating? You know, this has come up because he thought that I wanted to peg him and I didn't want to peg him. You know, I, and I was like, I just want to peg somebody. <laughs> It don't have to be you if you're open to it. He won't even let me toss his salad, friend. Oh, wow. That's because he's scared he's going to like it. Because it feels amazing to men to get their salad tossed. And they don't like to admit that it feels good. So he don't want to find out. I tried to lick the gooch. <laughs> the it taint was, area. It was <laughs> not happening, friend. I've been trying to relax him. And just I'm like, just breathe and just let it be. I That's think he funny. was going to punch me on the top of my head. Of course. So, you know, I, I, I don't think he would consider that cheating. I think he would experiment, like say that that would be more experimental. Okay. But that's now, something that I, you would communicate to each other so you don't get in trouble. Right. Okay. Now, I feel like if I had the threesome with the two men. The devil's threesome. That's what that's yes. called. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. I think that he would <laughs> consider that cheating. But I don't think he Wait, would. if he's one of the men, he's still considered cheating or it'd be two well, different men? I'm not going to do what I already asked. So the devil's threesome got to be without him too? Are you sure this is the man for you, Dominique? I, I think I'm just, I just got to loosen him up. I've been trying to loosen him up. <laughs> Give him some of this sour whiskey we talking about. Meanwhile, I forgot to tell y'all before we get out of here, I am completely sober, have been since high school. I'm drinking coconut water out of my merchandise mug because I know you're supposed to drink on an episode of Whiskey Sour and I am drinking coconut water. So you think we're going to glaze over that? <laughs> what? That I don't you drink? Said, no, you said you've been sober since high school. Yeah, I started in junior high. I started in okay, sixth grade. Okay, we're going to unpack that grade. another day, friend. Uh, <laughs> tell, tell people where they can find you, Miss Tangerine. Please find me. On all platforms, if you know how to spell my name, it's spelled T-A-N-J-A-R-E-E-N. Ooh, my polish is chipped. I got hooker nails. Don't look at that. All right, T-A-N-J-A-R-E-E-N.com. I'm Tangerine on Patreon, on YouTube, and on Twitter. And I'm official Tangerine on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitch. Yes. Tangerine.com. All my shows for comedy are on Tangerine.com as well. If you just click comedy once you get to the site. And Tangerine is hilarious, y'all. Like, y'all think she's funny here. She's freaking hilarious live. Thank you very much. You are. And you're my favorite. And so I'm so happy that you came. Yay. And don't forget, guys, that we also have candles at st-angelus.com. Use code Aquarius at checkout, and you'll get 30% off your first purchase. Ooh. So be I sure. learn how to spell. Oh my god! So, so uh, yeah, thirty percent off your first purchase, and I also have a promo code with Slide Jewels. 
and you use code St. Angeles at checkout to get 30% off your first box. You can cancel at any time. So they have nice, amazing necklaces, uh, earrings and stuff. So yeah, at checkout, St. Angeles, S-A-I-N-T-A-N-G-E-L-E-S. That almost You're not a spell it. <laughs> I had a slow moment right there. The whiskey was going down too The good. whiskey. So not whiskey. drunk enough. <laughs> Oh, you're so funny. You sent some news the other day. I'm going to send one right now. <laughs> well, can I get a nude? I mean, will everybody get a nude but Tangerine? Tangerine wants some news. I can Maybe share with one day you'll be the, the one where it's like accidentally sent. Yeah, send me some accidental news. I'm not deleting our whole text feed. I'm keeping it. I'm keeping oh my it. God. I'm showing my husband we're going to use it. It's for a play. Dom just did. I'm like, Tangerine. We would love to see that. Damn it. Don't leave us out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. But yeah, y'all, thank you so much. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. Uh, have so many amazing ideas and shows coming up. And I will keep y'all posted on everything. So yeah, thank you guys. And I'll see you here next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye.